so welcome. Uh, now, I think this is number six of the uh, series of podcasts, uh, videocasts that we're doing, where we're kind of highlighting members of the International uh, Service Center, the International Family, those that work in the International Office here at Youth Christ International. I say here at Youth Christ International, I'm still in Denver, in the wonderful Colorado, uh, and I'm with Mike McCarthy. Hi, Mike. How are you doing, buddy? It's good to see you. It's good to be here, finally. It's great to have you here in my home. I mean, it's been a long time since I was last. I mean, we're actually in your home, which is a nice, relaxing space for us to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm really, I'm really intrigued. I'm really intrigued <laughs> by the role that you do, because it is such a huge role, not just the communications piece, but the bringing people, the gathering and stuff like that. So very before we start, you know, pulling things apart, in a nutshell, what does your role look like? It looks like getting the message out to as many people around the world as humanly possible, both <laughs> internally, externally, because you never know who is looking for what. And at Youth for Christ International, we have so much to offer uh, because it's a diverse world, right? Mm-hmm. The people in South America, North America are different uh, from those in Asia, Australia, Africa, and Europe, yeah, yeah. and the MENA areas. So what is important to them uh, might not be important to other cultures and vice versa. But what is important to all of us is to putting a product out there that is valuable, that points people to Jesus and not knowing who is looking for what, maybe it's a grandparent yeah. that is looking to get their, their grandchild uh, involved in something that will lead them to the Lord. Uh, maybe it's someone that wants to volunteer and do something a little bit more meaningful in their life than they had been doing. Uh, maybe it's just a young person who's searching to belong or even a donor or partner who is looking to leave a legacy gift uh, and make their money work for the kingdom while they're still around here. I mean, that is such a diverse group of people. I mean, it's like, hey, Mike, you handle communications. And you like, just like you've said, it's like everybody from a volunteer to somebody wanted to give to all the spectrum of that. And we're a kind of, we're an upside down organization. It's not, we're not, yes, we are. We're not like this traditional organization that says, hey, we're the head office and yeah. these are our standards. This is what we need from you. This is how it works. We're kind of a, a bottom up. So even though yeah, you're the head of communications for the international office, it's like you are desperately trying to get people to, to, I suppose, bring the stories, show the where transformation is happening, because nations are so focused on doing their own thing, and we're trying to help them raise funds. You're trying to spread the message. That sounds like an impossible task. It's it's a unique task. Yeah, because as much of it as communications, to put it in a in a different frame, it would also be marketing. And it feels weird to say that you're marketing Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And you're marketing, you're marketing mission work. Yeah. But really, it is what it is, right? We're trying to get the message out there. And it is a challenge. Uh, what's going to appeal to somebody today might not be that way tomorrow. I mean, think about the social media. As you and I have gone down this road a lot. <laughs> Absolutely. Like we're chasing trend after trend, but also trying to stay anchored to who we are. Yeah, yeah. Right? We want to reach people where they're at. And that's going to differ country to country, culture to culture, uh, and medium to medium, uh, but stay true to who we are and what we have our faith in. Absolutely. So, fire, fire questions. You ready? So, yep. how many nations make up the White Youth Christ family? 112. 112. 
around about how many that's, that's, that's a loaded question. So I'm yeah. sorry, it's not rapid fire, but no, 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 no. it's 112 like that are documented in this sort of status. Yeah, yeah. We have a reach, I want to say, to almost every country in the world, yeah, yeah. whether or not we call them an official nation that we operate in and we have a presence in full time. Different story. Yep. Yeah. So how many staff members does that mean that where that you as a communications team are connecting with? Kind of a rough guess. A staff members? Yeah, yeah. I probably interface with a couple hundred a year. A couple hundred a year. And yeah. how many? So let's just say, so, so that must mean that if we're running, and how many social platforms do we as Youth for Christ run? We have three main ones that the Youth for Christ International uh, posts on, maybe four, sorry, I forgot about one. And we're experimenting with some others with some beta tests uh, to figure out if it's working or not. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's not including what's big in you know, other areas like Line or WhatsApp are huge outside of North America. Yeah, yeah. So the work, what I'm doing with this is I'm kind of almost setting you up for a question I, I already know the answer to, which is then, wow, Mike, so you're the head of communications and all of these nations, all of these people, all these social platforms, you must have a huge team that you then work alongside That's, to achieve the goal of being able to reach all of these, you know, and things like that. Yeah, we have the case. That is exactly the opposite <laughs> of the case. Uh, we have three and a half people uh, that work on our three and a half people. And uh, the good news is, is that our nations are um, pretty creative with what they do. Yeah. And we do a lot of sharing of what they do on their behalf. Uh, but if this is an all call for people that are looking to get involved <laughs> with uh, Youth for Christ International and serve on the communications team, I'm all for it because yeah. uh, the more hands make the work lighter. And I was I was purposely kind of taking you in a road, yeah, because I knew that your team is, is very small, and I, I I know you struggle because there, what you want to achieve. If we were a, a company, if we were, you know, a a mainstream company that had um, offices around the world at the scale that Youth of Christ does, the team in the international office would look very different. Oh, absolutely. I think what's interesting is that what we're able to accomplish mm. with the resources that we have been provided is pretty impressive. If you took that mentality to any publicly traded company <laughs> out there, they'd be like, Wall Street, wow, how come you're not doing this? Because of the leverage that we're able to exert with what we have absolutely. and getting things out there on a shoestring budget, if you will. Uh, we want to be good stewards of it, sure. Absolutely. Uh, and I think that's the thing to highlight is the amazing work that's done by you and your team, the way in which you're able to make it look like it's a significantly larger team. And I know a lot of people assume, oh, you're a global organization. You must have a huge team and things like that. So moving forward, so talking about communications, talking about not necessarily strategies and things like that. What does it look like? We're just coming out of a couple of years of COVID whereby people haven't been able to travel, fundraising has been very different. And the style of communication that we've had to do has been very different. So what are you excited for what's coming up in the next kind of six to 12 months? What is it, what is it that's kind of like, what's on the horizon? So I think macro level excitement in communications for organizations such as ours, uh, I'm excited about the return to personal relationship. Okay. Um, I think social media is now a, a kind of a, a taboo subject. <laughs> People are losing the favor with it. They are missing the interaction that they used to have yeah, yeah. Uh, prior to device relationship. And you're seeing a return to that yeah. a little bit. I forget what the, the total number percentage was that people wishes that they had someone to talk to every day. 
during the pandemic, but it was north of 40% yeah, yeah. of young people that were in the uh, my state that were um, uh, interviewed, excuse me, or surveyed yeah. uh, for that. Uh, I'm excited to see relationships happen and people get low tech on personal communication. Right? That, uh, I'm real excited about what we're going to do with GA this year. Yeah, uh, me that, too. That's pretty exciting. How you're going to um, really just invite the world in with the best practices that we learned through the pandemic in that hybrid environment, yeah. as well as get the family back together. And then probably last, the third, third thing that I'm pretty excited about is to see what sort of gains are going to be made in the tech that we currently have to help get the message out to even more people at a fraction of the cost. You've heard a lot about artificial intelligence and some of the bots and chats and everything that are yeah, out yeah. there. That's scary on one hand, but it's one of those things that if we can figure out how to harness that for the good of the organization, it can really pay some 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 big dividends. That's some wise words there. Well, in closing, do you have any, I mean, I was going to say in closing, do you have any wise words, but they're pretty wise words. It's like how to utilize not what we already have, but what is on the horizons, as well as recognizing that people are hungry for connection. And that's, you know, we've got some events coming up. We've got what we call General Assembly happening in October. Um, how do people find you at General Assembly? Oh my gosh, I will be the guy running around trying to act like everything is okay the entire time. Uh, but there's going to be a booth set up in which there's, uh, I'm going to drop in on you. You know this about me already. Absolutely. I'm going to say, hey, I want to be part of this, whether I'm on the schedule or not. Uh, but find me in the the main hallway out at GA. Um, I'll be there. I'll have my family there. I'll wear this sweet shirt with raccoons <laughs> on it. Uh, and I'll promise to pack it because I love it. It's one of my <laughs> favorites. Um, but wise words, up until then, I would just say, uh, as we come out of the pandemic, there's a tendency to slowly take like like slowly take step after step after step. Yeah, yeah. And that is not who we are with YFC. Yeah. Uh, we are Youth for Christ. We are dynamic. We are creative. We are agile. Yeah. So continue to go full speed because we want to reach as many people as possible, as quickly as possible, so they can experience the love of our Lord Jesus sooner rather than later. Fantastic. Mr. McCarthy. Mr. Ainsworth. Thank you so much. So thank you very much, everybody, for watching. If you want to get in touch with Mr. Michael McCarthy, you can do. Uh, it is michael.mccarthy at yfci.org. I think you could also do mike.mccarthy at yfci.org. Um, but thank you for watching. Uh, I genuinely hope you've learned something from this and look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Thank you very much and goodbye. Bye for now. Now what you say? Bye for now. Bye for now. Bye for now. Bye for now. I mean, I could do it with a British accent. Goodbye well, for now. Bye for now. Terribly sorry, old chap. <laughs> or we could do it American style, which is bye, all y'all. Or bye. Have you, has that one made it across the, the pond yet? No. Oh, that's... Do you, want, do you want to finish with that one to this camera? Bye. Exclusive.